And therefore, for the first couple of minutes, I want to challenge you with God's Word to come and walk it, eat it, sleep it, meditate on it. One of these days, the clock will tick over and we'll start 2024 fresh and new. And some people are looking forward to it because there's a break in between, a what we call a festive season, a holiday break. Others who are unemployed, hopefully saying, well, maybe in the new year. Maybe in the new year. Maybe you have grown weary not looking for a job anymore because you've been looking for a job for so long. And so the Lord has not forsaken you. I want to say it again. The Lord God has not forsaken you. I want to ask you a question, if I may, if that be okay with you. I want to ask you, when last did you hear the voice of the Lord God Almighty? When last have you heard God's voice? Send me a WhatsApp, 082-657-2729. Love to hear from you as to when last would you say, have you heard the voice of of the Lord. And there's a reason that I'm asking you this because so many people looking at the world around us think that God has forsaken us and say, where is the Lord in all of this? It is, it is mayhem wherever you look. You just have to look in South Africa at the murder rate statistics, you, uh, crime, runaway crime, even what the world has got to say about South Africa. And some people would say, well, I think the Lord has forsaken us. God is no longer interested in my situation. I once heard this, uh, this story about this man falling on his knees to pray in church, cry out to God for his circumstances. And as he started praying, somebody else shouted at him, go bother somebody else. God is busy. What a shame. What a shame that even would even that somebody would even say that. God is never too busy. The Bible says God is found in the praises of his people. God is found in the praises of His people. The problem is we live in a day and age where so many people do not believe, do not think that God is speaking to them anymore. And the question has been asked by countless people through the ages. How can I hear the voice of the Lord? How can I recognize that even now God is speaking to me even through the airwaves of radio pulpit? And so the question has been asked by multitudes. You know the story. Samuel heard the voice of the Lord and did not even recognize it until he was instructed by Eli. Go and read the story. It's 1 Samuel uh, chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3. It's the first 10 verses. Young Samuel not recognizing the voice of the Lord. Gideon that had a physical revelation of God. And he still doubted that what he heard to the point of asking for a sign, not once, three times, 
three times. How many times have you asked the Lord for a sign? Judges 6, 17, you can go read the story. When we are listening for God's voice, how can we know that He is the one speaking to you this morning? That He is the one when you cry out on your knees by your bedside, when you sit in your car right now and you say, Lord, I need you to speak to me, my King. When you listen at your place of work, if you are fortunate enough to have a job, how can we recognize the voice of the Lord? Uh, well, I want to say this to you. First of all, my brother, my sister, we have something, you and I, we have something that Gideon didn't have, that Samuel didn't have. Do you know what that is? Yes, you're right. We have the complete Bible. We have the inspired Word of God to be read, to study, to meditate on it. Problem is, we don't read that anymore. The Bible says, the Word of God, the oracles of God says about itself, all scriptures, Genesis to the maps, is God-breathed and useful for teaching for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. What is it that you're asking of the Lord this morning? The Bible says, So that man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy 3.16 It's easy to remember. You know John 3.16? Yes, Timothy. The second book of Timothy 3.16 When you have a, a a question about a certain topic, a certain decision in your life, the first thing that we should do is see what the Bible has to say about it. God will never lead us contrary to what He's taught in His Word. Had a man here on a radio pulpit that contacted us, I think week last week or the week before last week, that said God told him to divorce his wife. Well, it's not the God that we worship. It's not the God of the Bible. We had people that contacted us. He had radio pulpit that says, I've got the Holy Spirit. I don't need the Bible. Well, it's not the God of the Bible that spoke to you and gave you that advice. To hear God's voice, you must belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, my sheep. Listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jesus said those words in John 10, 27. My sheep listen to my voice. It's simple. Those who hear God's voice are those who belong to him. Those who have been saved by his grace through faith. In the Lord Jesus Christ, do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you have a personal relationship? Can you testify? Be honest with yourself. Be honest. Are you reborn? Can you testify to that this morning? Is your spiritual man rebirthed? If you are, then you're part of the flock, you're part of the sheep who recognize his voice this morning. Because they know Him as their shepherd. And if we know, recognize God's voice, then of course we belong to Him. 
And so, my brother, my sister, it is imperative that we study the word of the Lord. We hear his voice when we spend time in Bible study, when we go to church, when we spend time in quiet contemplation of his word. Do you still make time for spending time with God's word? And I want to say this to you, that the more you spend time intimately with God, with His Word, the easier it is to recognize His voice. Have you heard the voice of His Lord, of, of the Lord? Have you ever heard it before? When last have you heard it? He's leading in our lives. You see, employees at a bank are trained to recognize counterfeits, counterfeit money by studying genuine money. And studying it so closely that it's easy to spot the fake thing. We should be so familiar with God's word that when somebody speak error to us, it is clear it's not of the Lord. And you know what? While God can speak audibly to people today, I want to say this to you. He speaks primarily through his word. Sometimes God's leading can come through the Holy Spirit, through our conscience, through circumstances, through exaltations of other people. But you need to be a discerner of the word. We need to compare what we hear to the truths of the scriptures so that we can learn to recognize God's word. And I'm saying all this to you because in this day and age that we find ourselves with the statistics all around us and it's wars and it's mayhem and the world is on a knife's edge. The turmoil in the Middle East, the earthquakes, the floods. Is this the end times? Does the Lord know what's going on? Somebody said the other day, if God is a God of love, why does it look like this in this world? Well, I want to take you to a place where you can hear God's word very clearly. Very, very clearly. Is it possible? Can you open up at Psalms 37? Psalms 37? We're speaking about hearing the word of the Lord. Let's then listen to the word of the Lord. If you're facing trials, tribulations, and I don't want to turn this into a pity pot party. Because Christianity is not just about hardship and, and, and what we're enduring in the trials and tribulations, in the good and the bad times. God is to be found in the praises of His children. And despite our, our present suffering, despite what you're going through, Psalms 37 says and knows that God will reward the righteousness and punish the wicked. Ek het iemand hier by Radio Kansel wat gereeld sê, kan nie wacht dat die rotte vlug van die skip af nie. Laat die rotte vlug van die skip af. It doesn't matter how many billions and trillions and millions are stolen. It doesn't matter these statistics there's a reassuring message that allows righteous people, those who belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, those who are seeking His voice in the early hours of this morning, the righteous to be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. 
be still before him and wait patiently for him. Psalms 46.10 says it as well. To wait for the Lord to deliver us from trouble. That we should commit our ways to him. Are you willing to do that on this Monday morning, 27th of November? A statement of faith and trust in God's providential care for the righteous, you and I. The Bible says, I have been young and now I'm old. And yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. Or their children begging for bread. And I know we see people on a daily basis, especially in South Africa, on the street corners begging for bread and underneath it says, God bless you. And maybe you've been asking, where is God in this? Well, we need to see God's face on this. Maybe the Lord wants to use us to bring about a difference and share the real gospel, the undiluted gospel with that individual. The problem is with us nowadays, we only take certain verses and certain places in God's word and say, this I like, this I don't like. And then we try and live life according to it and we scream and shout to the heavens when things go wrong and not according to our way. Psalms 37, the psalmist says, Yet never witnessed an instant where God forsook the righteous. I, I want to say this. It doesn't imply that the righteous are exempted from poverty, from hardship. The point there is that God will not abandon or leave you to fend for yourselves in times of trouble. There's enough scriptures to prove that. We're talking about hearing the voice of the Lord. And now the Lord, voice of the Lord is speaking to us through Psalms 37. God is faithful. God will not abandon the righteous. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ through His Word. Again, there's no promise that the righteous are immune from pain and suffering. Jesus said that God causes His Son to rise on the evil and the good and send rain on the righteous and the unrighteous, Matthew 5.45. And throughout the Bible, we find many examples of God sending rain on the righteous. Amidst the, the turbulent waves of our lives, and of this life, God promised to provide and care for you, righteous one. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to say to you, listen to the voice of the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, the God of the Bible, the God of South Africa, believe it or not. Even while the psalmists Words, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, might seem fanciful, out of touch with reality. They're a powerful reminder of God's steadfast love, God's faithfulness. And if I open this telephone line right now, there will be multitudes testifying to God's steadfast love, to God's faithfulness, even in the midst of heartaches 
and tribulation and trials. If you are a believer on the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you this morning to hold on to God's unchanging hand and trust that He will work all things for the good. Do you know this? This is scripture. Romans 8.28 We know that those who love God all things work together for the good for those who are called according to His purposes. All things. Die story wordt vertel van die klein dochterkie wat in die kombuis ingestap het. En haar ma was bezig om koek te bak en sy vrou wat maak mama die ma, en die ma sê van eet so lang een lepel meel daar so. <laughs> sê sê nie, ek gaan, ek gaan stik in die meel, sê sê, wat van een rauw eier, kreef jy een rauw eier? Nee, mama, ek kan nie een rauw eier eet nie, wat van die jeest, my kind, een theelepelkie jeest? Nee, sies, mama. En die ma sê, hoe interessant, dat al hierdie goed apart, smaak akelig, kan nie werk nie, is nie lekker nie, kan selfs jou doodkoos, as jy droom meel in jou keel traai afforseer. En toch, as jy dit by mekaar sit, dan kan jy die heerlikste, voedendste koekiebak, broodbak, wat jy oor kan droom. En betekker die bestanddele van die samenleving, en die zwaarkrijg van die samenleving, is die bestanddele voor die tijd. But all things, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for the good. Eer die Heere, sê vir die Heere ook, dankie vir die zwaarkrijg. Sê vir die Heere, Heere, dankie ook vir hier die werkloosheid, maar ek wacht op die Heere, ek wacht op die, I'm waiting on you Lord. This sickness, this disease, I'm waiting Lord, I'm waiting on you putting my faith and my trust in you, the steadfast love of the Lord holds forever. His faithfulness, His goodness, His truth. Psalms 37. The voice of God speaking into your heart, hope and assurance this morning. Hope and assurance God's unwavering righteousness and support for the righteous. And so you need to hold on to the Lord. You need to believe that what the Lord is speaking to you. I will never forget many years ago in a moment of insane hardship in my life. And I'm I'm not going to bore you with the details, but I sat in my car that night under a streetlight and I sat there in Warmer and 8th Avenue and I cried out to the Lord from my DNA and I said, Lord, please, I cannot endure it anymore. I cannot. And you know what? I heard the audible voice of the Lord God Almighty speaking to my spirit man, jerked me out of my self-pity as I heard the voice of the Lord saying, be patient. Be patient. And 14 days from that voice speaking to me, my whole life changed. And I waited on the Lord and everything started falling into place. Ek wil vir jou sê, vanochtend my broer, my sister, as jy water achter in die huispijp indruk, hy moet vooruit kom. 
as jy water achter na hoespijp indruk, hy moet vooruitkom. If you connect the, the house part to the tap, there's no other place for the water to run out, but right in front. And so ultimately Psalms 37 invites us to reflect on our relationship with God and deepen our trust in Him. Doesn't matter what's happening in South Africa. Doesn't matter what's happening in the world. Put your trust and your faith in the Lord God Almighty. Seek His righteousness. Align yourself with His will. Not my will be done, but your will be done, Lord. Say it with me. Not my will be done, but your will be done, my King. You know Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things, all these other things will be given unto you. Seek His will. Seek His will. Knowing that He will supply in all of your needs. Philippians 4.19 says that. Let us remember God's voice speaking to you this morning through the psalmist of Psalms 37 and verse 25. And be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, my sister, right now. When we face the obstacles and the challenge in life. Maybe you're saying, well, the festive season is around the corner. Wat gaan van ons word? As nie het schilds verbrood vir hierdie dag nie. I want to challenge you to hold fast to the fact that God will never forsake the righteous. In Him we have everything we need. You need to stand on the truth of God's word this morning. And so, Father God, here I am. I stand before your throne, your throne of mercy with an expected heart, with a heart that cries out to you this morning, Lord. Thank you for your voice that I recognize even through the airwaves of Radio Pulpit Psalms 37 and verse 25, I recognize your voice speaking to me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. That's something beautiful on the turntable for you. Skyler and Kim Walker-Smith, a song called Your Voice. Now be still and wait on the Lord, my brother. Be still and wait on the Lord, my sister. See the hand of the Lord God Almighty in your life.